0: Jeremiah chapter 6. We should all be striving to reach that higher ground. What a song. Praise God. Higher ground. Jeremiah chapter 6. We're going to be there in Jeremiah chapter (coughs) 6. Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 6. You know we have we got this Facebook uh, live stream going, and do some stuff through YouTube and everything. We started doing a lot of this uh, back when COVID really hit strong, and we didn't shut the church down. But some of our members weren't able to come to church. Some of them were getting sick, and so we got the fi- the Facebook live stream going just uh, for the church. Really, I did it for the church members, but it's grown to where there's a there's a lot of people watching us and keeping up with us through uh, through Facebook and through YouTube. that Lord, Lord knows, I might never see them until we get to heaven. Amen. And that's, that's a real blessing. I appreciate y'all being faithful here because this wouldn't this wouldn't work if I was just in a room by myself doing a <laughs> that would too. That would be a podcast, I guess is what they say. That that would be a be a podcast. But we've been recording the sermons. i been doing that for years and years and years here. I've been here at Indian Gap about eighteen years. And if you go on like if you go on SoundCloud onto iTunes, they're podcasting. Because they have like a little part. It's called Sword in Hand. When I was up in, uh, up in Michigan, there was a brother up there I met in Michigan. He goes, yeah, you got that sword in hand. This is the sword. Sword in Hand. Podcast, I'm like, yeah, yeah, brother, I got that sword in hand. He'd, be, he'd been listening to me for years and years and years. He's way up in Michigan. Never, never even met I met him that one time I flew up to Michigan. And uh, there's over 500, I think there's close to 500 sermons up there. I mean, good night. I mean, you could just... Torture yourself by, just put yourself to sleep. You have That's a good sleep room in right there. Have you ever, <laughs> Lord's good, though. I'm just saying that the Lord is good. I mean, the Lord is, it, faithfulness produces fruitfulness. Just be faithful, brothers. So just be faithful. All right, Jeremiah chapter 6, Jeremiah chapter 6, verse 9. Jeremiah, Jeremiah chapter 6, verse 9. So get the context of this. Like always, every time you're reading through the book of the Old Testament, Israel's been bad. They've been really, really bad. Well, God's finally got about enough of it, and the prophet Jeremiah has been sent, and this is right before they're about to be led into captivity. Uh, God's about to bring Nebuchadnezzar in. He's about to destroy Jerusalem. He's about to destroy Israel. He's going to wipe them off that, that land so the land can rest for their 70 years, and Jeremiah's going to prophesy about that in this book, but this is right before all that takes place, so God is speaking to Jeremiah to tell the warn the people, and this is why the, all this is going to happen. But he's going to give a remedy. He's going to kind of give a remedy at the end of these verses. But We're going to start there at verse nine. Start there at verse nine, and so the Lord says, "Thus saith the Lord of hosts: They shall thoroughly glean the remnant of Israel as a vine. Turn back thine hand as a grape gatherer into the basket. This is about to be clean. It's going to be like a field that's just completely been cleaned off. And that's why it, that's that's a prophecy, and that prophecy did take place. Verse ten: To whom shall I speak and give warning? That they may hear. So I'm giving you some warning. God tells God's a God of warning. He always warns. I'm giving you some warning. I'm speaking to you before it happens. Behold, their ear is uncircumcised; it means it's been closed off. They can't hear. They're not listening to me, and they cannot hearken. Behold, look. The word of the Lord is unto them a reproach; they have no delight in it. The word of God. Not only does it, they don't have any delight in it, they don't like the Word of God. It's a reproach to them. It's something they don't, they kind of despise. It's something that, it it kind of rubs them the wrong way. Verse 11. Therefore I am full of the fury of the Lord. I am weary with holding in. He says, I'm holding back, I'm holding back. God says, I'm holding back, but I'm getting tired of holding back. I'm about to come in and just wipe them out. I will pour it out, talking about His fury, upon the children abroad. Upon the assembly of young men together, for even the husband and the wife shall be taken, the aged with him that is full of days, and that's exactly what happened. God brings them in Nebuchadnezzar, and they wipe everybody off, and bring take Daniel, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He takes them back to to uh, Babylon, and that, that's a, that's a book of Daniel, verse twelve. And their houses shall be turned into others, and other people took over with their fields and wives together. For I will stretch out my hand upon the inhabitants of the land saith the Lord. All that's prophecy. All those are warnings. Verse 13, this is why he's going to do that. For, because from the least of them, even unto the greatest of them, everyone, of one, everyone is given to covetousness. The greedy, coveting, the wanting stuff. Always wanting, greedy, greedy, will want. won't. And from the prophet, even unto the priest, the religious leaders, everyone dealeth falsely. You got these priests, you got these prophets, and what, Jeremiah is unique in this sense, because Jeremiah is one of the few prophets that, that prophesied against Israel, against the king, he got in trouble for it, remember he got thrown into the miry clay, because he was telling the king, hey, God's going to come in and destroy you, and all the other prophets, like, oh no, no, God, everything, God's happy, God, everything's okay, God's okay, everything's okay, that's what you're getting in modern day Christianity. Instead of hellfire, instead of preaching about hell and your sin and stepping on your toes, it's like, hey, God loves you. God loves you still. God's loving you. It's always about God's love, God's love, God's love. Verse 14, and this is what you get out of that. They have healed also the hurt of the daughter of my people, slightly, saying, Peace, peace, when there is no peace. Exactly what I'm talking about. Hey, God's got peace with you. There's peace with God. Oh, peace, peace, there's peace. God's not going to come in and do nothing to us, and there is no peace. That's modern-day Christianity. That's us sitting in this room right now. We hear this nonsense. That's like our administration. They go on, this, this, Washington, they're full of a bunch of idiots. They go on there on Twitter or wherever, and they quote stuff like, we've never had it better at the grocery store. Is he talking to us or is he talking to the owners of the grocery store? Because the last time I went with my wife, I almost passed out when I seen the prices of some of the stuff. What? What did we pay for Miracle Whip? Like eight bucks or something crazy? Like five bucks. Oh, I, I get a little bit high. I almost died of a heart attack when I said it was five bucks for Miracle Whip. That's what you're supposed to pay for steak. <laughs> then you look at the price of steak and it's like, well, we're eating crackers for the rest of the year. I mean, when, I'm not paying that. I'm not, I, know, I know I live in the 80s. I know I'm still in the 80s. And I expect everything to be 99 cents, 69 cents and everything. Else. But th- that's that peace, peace when there is no peace. Stop lying to me. Just shoot straight with me. Tell me how it is. Don't lie to me. Don't try to sugarcoat it. Don't tell me, hey, everything's going to be okay when it's not going to be okay. And that's what the prophets have been doing except for, obviously, Jeremiah here. And that's why he got in trouble. Verse 15, were they ashamed when they had committed abomination? No, they weren't. Is America ashamed in the abomination they're committing? No, they're they're not. They're so much not ashamed about it, they don't even think it's an abomination. (laughs) Look at the very next verse. Nay, were were they ashamed when they had committed abomination? Nay, they were not at all ashamed. That's God speaking. No, they're not ashamed. So, we know there's sin, right? Everybody understands sin. That's where you've missed the mark. That's where you, you fall. You're not holy. You're not doing those things that are right in God's commandments. That's, a, that's missing the mark. That's sin. Abomination is a step above that. That's something that God wants to throw up over. That's something above and, above, above and beyond. That's what abomination is. And they're doing abomination. They don't even, they're not even ashamed of it. That's what's going on in America today. In the whole world. It's all over the world. Nay, they were not at all ashamed. Neither could they blush. There's things. I see people walking around dressed certain ways that 25 years ago people would blush seeing that. Now it's common day practice. Nobody blushes over anything. Nobody blushes over their sin. Nobody even gets a little ashamed. or like, I'm a little ashamed of that, but I'm going to do it anyway. No, there's no shame. There's no blushing. Therefore, they shall fall among them that fall At the time that I visit them, they shall be cast down, saith the Lord. There's a lot of bad negativity there through all those verses, amen. Now God's about to turn it, and He always gives a recipe. He always tells you how you can get right. He always tells you what you need to do. So look at verse 16, and this is where we're going to focus this morning. Thus saith the Lord, Stand ye in the ways, and see, and ask for the old paths where is the good way, and walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your souls, but they said, we will not walk therein, dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I pray, Lord, as we study your word, Lord, as we read it, Lord, I pray it come off the page, Father, I pray you'd forgive us for our sins, Lord, I pray you'd have us an open heart, Lord God, I pray your Holy Spirit will lead, God direct us this morning, Lord, I pray, Father, that as we open up these words, as we read these words, Lord, as we meditate on what you're trying to tell us, Lord God, we would apply it to our life, Lord. We wouldn't just be hearers of this word, Lord God. We'd be doers as we leave these doors. And Lord, I pray a blessing on these people, Lord God. I pray you bless them, Lord. Help us. Lord, I pray you come in this morning and sit with us, Lord. I know in America, there's not a lot of places you're welcome, Lord Jesus, but here in this church this morning, you're welcome. We want you among us. We want you with us, Lord, as we glorify you in every way. In Jesus Christ's holy name I pray, amen. So let's go back. He gives us the recipe. He gives us the recipe. So the Lord shows us the problem, and then He says the recipe is, the solution is to ask for the old paths. Ask for the old paths. Wherein is a good way, and walk therein. You know, the Christian life, when you study the Pauline epistles, when you study the, the, the Christian life, it's always described as a walk. It's described as a walk. Walk therein. Walk. walk. You walk in the Spirit and you'll not fulfill the lust of the flesh. It's a walk. It's always described and likened unto a walk. It's not a sitting around on the couch. It's not a lazy thing. A, the Christian life is described as a walk. It's something you're doing. It's a, it's a daily thing. It's something you're doing. It's a walk. Let's look at the first solution. Thus saith the Lord, verse 16, Thus saith the Lord, Stand ye... In the ways, stand ye in the ways. Stand in the ways. Today we'd say, have you ever heard somebody say, they're really set in their ways? That's what God's saying. Be set in your ways. Don't let them change you. Because they will. They'll try to shame you and they'll try to tell you you should change. they are trying to tell you, we don't do it that way anymore. Well, I hate to tell you this, but I'm set in my ways. And God says, stand in your ways. You know the way? We know the way, amen. We're about to talk about that. We know the way, we know the right way, we know the good way, we know the old path. And they'll always come up and say, well, there's a new way. There's a new path. There's a a way when you, you're you're just old-fashioned. Stand in your ways. Be set in your ways, we would say. Stand in your ways. Stand in your ways. Stand in the ways. And then he says, and See, and see. See the way. The reason why I stand in my ways, and reason why I'm setting my ways. Number one is I know it works. <laughs> I'm old enough, and bald enough, and gray headed enough to know that it works. <laughs> That's why I stand in my ways. So why I'm setting my ways. And then when I see, when I know it works, and also if I've never physically seen that it works. I read my Bible and believe my Bible and trust that it will work. Getting kind of quiet in here. Am I hurting you already? We just got going. Verse 10, it says that, uh, that they behold the word of the Lord is unto them, a reproach that they have no delight in it. I believe God's word and it does work. I believe God's word and I believe it does work. I'm setting my ways because I know it works and what I've seen. And what i haven't seen work i believe god's word it will work he says see see open your eyes and look stand ye in the ways and see open your eyes and look just take the time to open your eyes and look you know the devil he's really good about pulling the wool over your eyes some of you young people in here you need to look at people who are successful i'm not th- I didn't say rich but you need to look at somebody who's successful and say what paths are they taking What paths would they take? And see and look and see. That person seems happy. That person seems content. You know what the person you really need to look at? Find the person that has the beat-up old pickup, that barely runs, that doesn't have a very good job, and they look happy. That's the person you want to talk to. Right? That's the one you want to go to and say, why are you so happy? I was a trash man running a trash route getting up at 7 o'clock in the morning and had one of my fellow employees say, why are you always sunshine and rainbows? Why are you so sunshine and rainbows? It's... And I'm like, I don't know. I, it took me back. I, didn't, I don't know. And then I walked around and got some water getting ready for the day, and then it hit me like, and I ran back over to her and I said, it's because of Jesus. Because it don't make no sense, Right? Why would a high school dropout, running a trash route, be in the morning, 7 o'clock in the morning going, Life is good. Life is good. Why is life so good? Because Jesus Christ has given me life and given it to me more abundantly. And money doesn't have nothing to do with it. So when I say you need to see, and the Lord says see, look, open your eyes, and see who's successful. And we're not talking about rich. See what has worked in the past. Look into it. See what's worked in the past. And don't trust what other people are saying to you. They'll tell you one thing. Listen to me. Some of you young people need to listen to me. They'll tell you one thing and do another. I've seen that a million times in my lifetime. They'll tell me one thing. Oh, oh, this is what you need to do. And then whenever it happens to them, they go and do the opposite of what they told you you need to be doing. I've seen them do that with their kids. I've seen them do it all through life. They'll tell you one thing and do another. He says, stand ye in the ways, be set in your ways, see, open up your eyes. He says, ask for the old paths. Ask, ask. If you're not sure, ask someone. What's wrong with that? Ask someone who's been down the different paths. Now, somebody who's been down the different paths, what are you talking about? They're going to be older, amen. I know y'all don't like me to use old people words, like, they're old. But they've been around a while, amen. And you want to ask them. Say so what works? What is successful? What paths have you been down? You need to ask. And he said, because God says, here's the solution. Ask for the old paths. you got to ask the old people. They'll tell you what, what will they tell you? They'll tell you, don't go down that one. Don't go down and do that. Why are they telling you that? Because they've done it and found out it don't work. Or they found out you fall down on your face or they found out you'll go broke or your bank account will dry up or whatever else happens to you. Don't go down that path. Go down this one. Now y'all teenagers in here, y'all listen to me, because you don't want to you, you don't want to hear this. Because I've talked to my son about this. And I've raised kids and you say, hey, don't do that. And what do the kids do? They go down and do exactly what you don't. They gotta go down that path and find out for themselves. You'd save and I would have saved myself so much heartache, so much pain if I listened to my uncle. And listen to my mom when they told me, don't do that, keegan, don't do that, keegan, and I just like a dummy, oh, I'm going to go down, just right, right down that path. That's how it works. They want to learn it for themselves. We want to learn it for ourselves. How much easier if we just ask for the, ask for the old paths, like the Bible says. Ask for the old paths. See, and ask for the old paths. If there's old paths, it must mean there's new paths. And that's what the world's really good at doing to you. Because what the devil's really, really good at doing for you is giving you a new way, a new path. When God has his Christians really working for the Lord in America, what, is, what does the devil do? He says, I'm going to bring in a new age, a new philosophy. It's, this goes back to the teaching of Evolution. When the teaching of evolution, which was dreamed up by Charles Darwin back in the mid-1800s, when that fell apart, and scientifically that wouldn't work, what did they do? They said, Darwinism doesn't work, so we'll come up with Neo-Darwinism. Neo is just a fancy way of saying new. (laughs) New Darwinism. So instead of things evolving over thousands and millions of years, and there should be all of this scientific evidence of all these fossils, which they never have found them, there should be millions and millions of transitional fossils as these different creatures evolve into different creatures, evolve into different creatures, and evolve into a monkey, and then evolve into us. There should be all these transitional fossils, and they hadn't found a one of them. They said, okay, well, there must be a problem. We'll come up with a new Darwinism, new Dart, which is they were here, and then this alligator one day hatched out this bird. Boop. They call it evolutionary jumping. It's an evolutionary jump. It's called evolutionary baloney. That's another way of of putting it. Open your eyes. (laughs) Don't drink the Kool-Aid, right? That's what they tell the kid. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. Open your eyes. Us old people, we know exactly how this has been working like that for ages on ages. I mentioned the grocery store, right? How many of us have gone to the grocery store and we're going to pick up what we always have bought and then we looked and they got new and improved, Wow, it's new and improved. Wow, wow it's new and improved. Well, wow, that's, that's awesome. It's new and improved. And then you buy that and you go home. You go home to your bottle of the detergent that you have back there and you say, here's my old, the one that's no good. And you get to looking at it and say, hey, this one's 16 ounces. This new and improved is only 12 ounces. But it's the same price. It's new and improved. It's new and improved for them to make more money off of you. Most of the time, the news not new. It's not new, and it's not improved, amen? Open your eyes. The Bible says there's no new thing under the sun. Solomon says there's no new thing under the sun. There isn't. And the older you get, you realize it's just, it's just circular. It just works that way. So, let's see, four years ago, who was running for president? Biden and Trump, right? Who was, in the, who was in the Super Bowl four years ago? Chiefs and 49ers. And you get to there's no new thing under the sun. <laughs> there's no new thing under the sun. Everybody said, "Well, it's rigged. It might be rigged. I know this world is rigged by the devil. I'll give you that. I'll give you enough to tell you that. That's new impro- and that improved nonsense. It's old path. Let's 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 linger here for a while. It's Old Path. It's Old Path. It's Old Path book. It's Old Path book. It's an Old Path King James Bible. I'm not ashamed to hold up a King James Bible. Some of y'all don't know my testimony. I wasn't always a King James. I used to use an NIV and a, and a uh, 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 TLC and a XYZ. I used to use all, I, used to, I used to use them all. I wasn't always a King James Bible, but then I, I started looking, I started seeing problems, and what's going on here with these different translations? And it led me to picking up an old King James Bible, and then that's when I decided from looking at the evidence that I'm going to say, this is the Word of God, and my life has never been the same. My, my knowledge of the Bible just exploded. This King James Bible's got the full weight of manuscript evidence behind it. Now, some of y'all don't even know what that means. Maybe you need to study it if it means a lot to you. But I'm here to tell you that this Bible right here has got the full weight of manuscript. The manuscripts, the evidence points to this Bible being the one right here for the English-speaking people. I can't speak for the Germans. I can't speak for the Spanish. I can speak for the English. For an English-speaking person, this King James Version, this old 1611, this is the one that will speak to you. This is the one that I think has the words of God. It's old path. It's old path. He said, well, prove it to me. It's undeniable the fruit of this King James Bible. All the major religions, I mean, all the major revivals, all the major uh, missionaries, all the major, everything you can think of, uh, when when this Bible opened up, we came out of the dark ages. When this Bible was translated in 1611, we came out of the dark ages. We came out from the Catholic dominion. We came out from what God was, when we were being oppressed by the devil. We came out from all of that, and we got this word of God, and it exploded and spread all over the world. And from that explosion, it came over, and America was founded. And you had one of the greatest nations ever founded on the Bible, on the biblical principles, on God's principles being created. This nation of believers that at the beginning believed in Jesus Christ, taught the Bible in the schools, put the focus on the Word of God, the undeniable fruit of this Bible. It's undeniable. It's old path, but it's a good path. It's the right path. I'm here to tell you, you got the right one when you're holding up a King James Bible. Coming up in May, we're going to have Brother Lawrence uh, Vance come in. He's going to be doing a King James Bible conference. That'll be Saturday night. That'll be May the 4th, Saturday night. And then Saturday the 5th, that Sunday, he'll be doing it all day long through through 2 o'clock. We'll have lunch and everything here. He's going to be talking. His whole thing is going to be on the King James Bible. If you have any doubt, you have any questions, that's when you're going to find it out. You're gonna find out this is the old path. He was, I think he was a lot like me. He was using these different versions. He found this truth and he went back. And what did he do? He says, asked. He's like me. He asked and he seed. He looked, he seed, he's asked, and then he went back for the old path. Old path Bible. Compare the King James Christians. This is this is, I'll say this and shut up. I know some of y'all this is rubbing y'all the wrong way. Just compare Christians who use a King James Bible to Christians who use a New New International Version. Just compare them. Now I know I'm going to offend somebody. I'm just compare them. Just compare those. When you start comparing them, you'll see what path is the right path. It's old path Bible. It's old path singing. Right? We sing out of these old hymns right here. Old path singing. It's not 7-Eleven, the new stuff. It's not the 7-Eleven songs. Say 7-Eleven songs, yeah, seven words repeated eleven times. I will serve thee, 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 I will save thee. Where's Christ? Where's the blood? We're old path uh, preaching. We're old path Bible. We're old path singing. For a reason. Man, there's nobody who knows music more than Matthew and Wade. We can get drums in here. We can do all of that. We can play all the new stuff. We can do it. It's not going to happen while I'm here. And I'm not against some of the new, some singing some new songs, brother. I'm not uh, against singing that. But you say, what's the difference, brother? These old path hymns, they sing about the blood. They glorify Jesus Christ. And if you don't realize that, you had not been around that new junk. I like what Dr. Ruttman says. Dr. Ruttman says, he picks up, you hear that stuff, they're like, I will praise him, I will praise him, I will praise him. Dr. Ruttman says, just shut up and do it. (laughs) That's what these do. They praise Jesus Christ. What did we just sing this morning? It's nothing but the blood. What you'll find out in these new versions, these new songs, what you'll see what's missing, and what's obvious to me, if you'll look for it, you'll see it, What's missing is the blood of Jesus Christ. It's missing the blood. It's amazing. It's missing the blood. These old hymns, they sing about the blood. It's see and ask for the old path. It's old path Bible. It's old path singing. It's old path preaching. It's old path preaching. Old path preaching is this. Jesus is great. Amen. Jesus is great, and you're not. That's old path preaching. People don't like that. Yeah, Jesus is great, and so am I. No, you're not. You silly fool, you're a sinner. That's what's going on today. Jesus is here, and they're just right about right here. No, silly. Jesus is there, and you're way down here. You're nothing but a worm. You're a sinner. Jesus is great, and you're not. Heaven is great, and hell is hot. That's missing. Old Path preaching was, Heaven is great, and hell is hot. Jesus is great, and you're not. What do they call that? That's that hellfire damnation preaching. I, that, what do they call it? Fire and brimstone preaching. I don't like those. It, and I had somebody ask me that. Are you a fire and brimstone preacher? yes. They wanted to, because they, they think I'm so nice. <laughs> they think I'm so nice. We're, you know, like, oh, Keegan, you're so sweet and everything. It's like, oh, you don't know me. You really, really don't know me. It's like, well, I know. I, I, just, I just don't want to go out to a church that there's that fire and hellstone, brimstone. Like, I do. I speak right up. I do. I'm like Abraham Lincoln. You know what Abraham Lincoln said about preaching? He goes, I like a preacher that's preaching that It looks like he's trying to fend off bees. <laughs> Amen When I first started preaching Got around an old preacher The old preacher says Kegan, light the fire And they'll come see it burn I didn't know what he meant There's truth in that Open up the Bible (laughs) Preach it Preach it it like you mean it And I mean it And I believe it And let God work old path preaching. Open up the Bible. And what did I see there in verse 16? Look at the very first four letters. First four words of verse 16. Thus saith the Lord. I mean it. I think, I mean, I I believe that. It's not, well, it could be. It might be. Maybe, possibly... Y'all might be okay, y'all might be sinners, y'all may, I don't know, I hear. ho. Oh, oh. don't y'all hate that, him hawing around, I mean, come on, God, if you're in here, if you've been in here longer than two services, y'all don't like that, right, amen, you want somebody to just shoot it straight, preach it like it is, and if you give your opinion, it better be a decent opinion, or I'm getting mad at you. I had a, guy, a woman back there one day, I was saying something, she's like, I didn't even come in here to hear politics, what she said. Like, well, okay, well you better leave, because it's going to keep on going like it is. This is me. But it's old time preaching. It's old time preaching. Fire and brimstone preaching. It's hell, preaching on hell, warning sinners, there's a hell waiting on you. It's not just heaven is for real. Hell is for real too. Get it both ways. The new path, the new way, the new path is, God is love, God is love, heaven is real, God is love, God accepts you just the way you are, God is love, God is love, tickle your ears, tickle your ears, tickle your ears, I don't know how the preachers do it, because every time I open up my Bible at home, I'm like, that's a negative message, that's a negative message, that's a negative message, that's, oh, there's one, gets negative in there. There was a time, one time, I said, well, I'm tired of preaching all these negative messages. I'm going to preach a good, feel-good, positive message. That's really hard to do. That's like a five-hour Bible study right there to find one right there. And you've got to cut the other parts out. I know how Joe Osteen does it. He doesn't preach the Bible. That's the only way. That's the only way, guys. That's why I encourage you beyond every encouragement. I tell you all the time, read your Bible Read your Bible. Read your Bible. That way you won't think King is half off his rocker. You'll find out, hey, God kind of thinks negative of us. God doesn't think I'm the best thing that ever happened. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. You know what God thinks of you? He thinks you're a sinner. and He thinks you need to be cleansed. And he thinks the only way you're going to get it is through the precious blood of Jesus Christ. That's it. It's old path preaching. It's old path Salvation. Old Path Bible, King James Bible. Old Path singing, those old hymns we love to sing in here. It's Old Path preaching, and it's Old Path salvation. Old Path salvation. It's repent, and believe on Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior. It's repentance. It's saved by the blood of the Lamb. And I don't know how true this is. I saw some, uh, he's a pretty famous preacher, and he was saying uh, the blood—it doesn't have anything that, the blood did not have anything to do with. it. it was about the death of Jesus Christ. The blood wasn't important. It's all about the blood. What are you crazy out of your mind? It's the blood. You're saved by the blood of the Lamb. It's that blood on the cross that's going to save you. It's not the works of Jesus Christ. It's not the healing of Jesus Christ. It's Him dying on the cross that saves you. It's old path salvation. It's saved by grace through faith, not of works. Say, why is that old path, preacher? It's old path because that's what Paul taught us 2,000 years ago. Amen. Ephesians. You're saved by grace through faith, not of works. (laughs) Why? Lest any man should boast. That's old path salvation. I'm going to say this. It's going to offend us. It's my preacher friends. I've got really dear friends that do this. It's old path Salvation. It's not bow your head and raise your hand. And let me see if you really I love my friends. I love them to death. I know this comes from being a Texan. I know that's where this comes from cuz all my friends that do this are not Texans. They say okay at the end. They say the okay everybody. Okay, everybody bow their heads. No, every eye closed. I don't want anybody looking around. If you might could have, could have, would have, should have maybe thought about or maybe it crossed your mind in the last month, thought about Christ, would you raise your hand? Nobody else is looking. I see you back there. Okay, you can lower your hand. Lower it before somebody looks and sees you. Okay, if you want to you make a decision for the Lord, if you thought about it, raise your hand again. Just pop it up and then pop it back down. Have y'all been in any services like that? I have been in a lot of them. Some dear friends of mine doing that. Praise God. You know what? They get people saved. Brother Keegan don't get a lot of people saved. You know why? I'm old path. I'm all. If you want Jesus Christ, come take him. Here he is. Come on down. I know that's old Texas Baptist. That's what that is. That's what that is. That's Baptist. That's Texas Baptist. That's what that is. That's all, that's all in your face like, hey, if you want him, come take him. That's old path. I know that's what that is. If you're offended by what I'm saying, show me in the Bible where they're bowing their head and sneaking into heaven. I don't see it in there. Christ was calling them publicly. Levi, come follow me. John, Peter, James, let's go. Y'all want to come? Come on, follow me. All you that are coming to me, coming He's raising his hands. He's, ra- he's calling them to him. Come, come on to me. He didn't say bow your head and think about it, and then come on down. I'm old path. I'm Dwight L. Moody. you ever heard of Dwight L. Moody? I'm Dwight L. Moody. What's the preacher down in Corpus Christi? Uh, oh, it just slipped my mind. Billy Sunday. These old time preachers. These old time preachers. That's how I like to preach. That's how I like to give the invitation. I like to raise my hand and say, hey, if you want Jesus Christ, come on down. Here he is. He wasn't ashamed of you dying on the cross. You shouldn't be ashamed of him. Come on down. It's Old Path preaching, it's Old Path singing, it's Old Path book, it's Old Path salvation. See, Dwight O'Moody one time was giving a service, he had a dollar bill. He said, anybody who wants this dollar bill can come on down and take it. And one of, the, one of the young men in that church, he ran down the aisle, and he stood in front of Dwight O. Moody, and he stood there. And then he put his hand out, and Dwight o. Moody stood right there. And there was another mom in the back of the church said, told her son, go get it. And that other boy ran down there, pushed the other boy out of the way, and grabbed it out of Dwight O. Moody's hands. Another little boy that was standing there, the first boy started crying, and Dwight O. Moody said, I said to take it. see Jesus Christ has been offered to so many people and they're like I'm here lord you have got to take it do you want it or is it just maybe could be I don't know there's something I'm, I might do this today and tomorrow I might look into mormonism and then I might look, do you want it or do you not Here's Jesus Christ. He died for your sins. You're a sinner. You're going to hell without Jesus Christ. Do you want him? Here it is. Here's the solution. Come on down. I'll confess them that confess me. I'll deny them that deny me. That's what Christ is recorded as saying. I'll confess them that confess me. I'll confess them before the heavenly angels. Those that deny me, I'll deny them before they. angels. You think you're going to sneak on into heaven? It ain't going to work that way. When I got married, I had to stand in front of a bunch of people and say, to, "and say," to, when I, from I do. I guess I'm an old-time Baptist preacher, Texan, but salvation is, if you want it, come down and take it. Now, don't get me wrong, you can get saved anywhere, anyway, through Jesus Christ. You don't have to be coming down to church. But brothers and sisters, there's an old path, and I'm going to stick with that old path. Ask you for the... Old paths. Ask you for the old path. Where is the good way? It's an old way, but it's a good way. And walk therein. It's a blood sprinkle path. Walk therein. It's a blood sprinkled path. You can take our heritage as Christians in this church, Bible believers that have took Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior and followed Him in baptism. You can, follow, you can take our heritage and you can trace it down through church history. You can trace it away from the Protestants, away from the Catholics as you go through the monetists, the donations, the politicians. There's a history of us, and it, that whole history is a blood-sprinkled history of blood shed for their belief in Jesus Christ. From the beginning when Jesus shed His blood, when you come from there, the martyrs were being, they were being killed for Jesus Christ, shedding their blood for Jesus Christ. When Peter was finally caught, and they were crucifying Peter, Peter said, crucify me upside down. I'm not worthy to be crucified like my Savior. Thrown to the lions, beat, whipped. Most Christians were hung up, turned into torches, crucified. It's a blood-sprinkled path that we're talking about. It's the old path. It's a blood-sprinkled path. And if you'll follow that path, you're on the right path. And when you see, like, you see these new songs, get, get away from the blood, that's the wrong path. How do you know that? They're not going the path of the blood. It's a blood-sprinkled way. When they came in to give the sacrifices, at the, once a year they had to walk into the temple, sprinkling the blood, walking on the blood, sprinkling the blood, walking on the blood. And you're going to get into heaven walking on the blood. The blood of Jesus Christ is a blood-sprinkled path. Let me close by saying this: When you go out to the state school, and I mean, excuse me, when you go out to the state parks, and you want to you want to walk the paths at the state parks, you go out to state parks, you walk those paths, and I I love going to state park. I love walking, doing those walking trails you walk through there. It's real easy to get lost, and what you'll find out is if you look close, they'll 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 spray paint a, a color on there, like a yellow. And you can look down that path and you say, oh, there it is. The path goes this way. Because you come to places like, w- which way do I go? And you'll see, you'll see the spray paint on a little tree. Or, oh, there it is right there. And you can follow that path. But they spray paint that. Christians, that's us. When you get lost, you get in the wilderness, you're like, where's the path? Where's the path? Look for the blood. Look for the blood. Look for the blood of the martyrs. And if you look for the blood of the martyrs of Jesus Christ, eventually you'll find your way back to the blood of Jesus Christ. Look for the blood. It's a blood sprinkled way. And if you do that, ye shall find rest for your souls. There's the promise. I hope you're not like this this morning. But they said, we will not walk therein.